on, everybody? It's time for another episode of the Binge Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and we are joined today by my younger sister, Cameron. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. Happy to have you here, Cameron. Me as well. We are doing a run-through today. We're doing a run-through for the Oscar-winning, award-winning movie, Dr. Seuss's The Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah. Big movie for us. One of my favorite movies. Ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right there alongside The Grinch. Yeah. I think The Cat in the Hat is sometimes more funny than The Grinch. I agree. But The Grinch is good because Christmas. Yes. But. They kind of remind me of the same thing, though. They are. They, they very much so. They're made by the same studio. They're made by the same company. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. But before we get into the cat in the hat, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. If this is your first time, though, let me tell you. The premise is that each Tuesday, my co-hosts, Matt and Tanner, break down the hottest in TV and movies of today. However, every Thursday, we have an episode of the show entitled The Run-Through, which is what you're listening to now, which is where we go back in time and check out a movie or TV show from the past and talk about it, how it's aged, how they made it, trivia about the movie, our favorite scenes, our favorite quotes, just kind of a tribute to that movie. And uh, that's why Cameron is here today. First things first, go to Instagram and Twitter and follow us at Binge Boys Pod. Both, both the same username, Binge Boys Pod, on both. Uh, that's where you get our announcements, our top five lists, reviews. When trailers come out, we'll put them there. When posters come out, we'll put them there too. It's just a fun way to uh, spread the word about what we're doing. Next thing, go to iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and leave a subscribe. As well, if you listen on Spotify too, subscribe there as well. Uh, and then lastly, just tell a friend. You know, these, these run-through pods are some of our more popular episodes. They're a fun way to go back and... And, and revisit old movies, and it's a lot of fun. So, without further ado, we're talking about Dr. Seuss's The Cat in the Hat today, Cameron. Uh, but before we talk even further about it, if you're like me, Cameron, in your cupboard at home, you have like 20 different water bottles. Oh, yeah. We have 15 different water bottles. Catherine is a fiend for new water bottles. She just brought home a new one today as the day <laughs> we're recording this. Um it's only Which is 10 o'clock. the day before Thanksgiving, uh, because Cameron is in town for Thanksgiving break, and that's why we're doing this now. Uh, and it's just plain annoying and inconvenient. We have two shelves, almost three shelves, dedicated to water bottles in our cupboard. We have a whole door dedicated to water <laughs> bottles. Um, and if you share that frustration with me, let me tell you about Frost Buddy. The Frost Buddy is the world's first universal beverage can and bottle cooler. The Universal 2.0 holds uh, 16-ounce soda bottles and cans, all slim cans for you seltzer and Michelob Ultra people, and 12-ounce bottles and cans as well. It holds every kind of can except for those little mini Coca-Cola cans, those real small ones, and the... Those Modelo bottles that are short and fat. But other than that, I think it holds everything. Um, hell, it could even probably hold a Pringles can. You're not drinking it, and I don't know why you would need it cold, but it could probably hold a Pringles can. 
no longer will your dishwasher or sink be filled with unused, unclean water bottles. No longer just one Frost Buddy. If you're interested in jumping on the Frost Buddy train, you can go to frostbuddy.com and use code Logan Lewis at checkout for 10% off your order. That's it. Cameron, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Cat in the Hat, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. Some general 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 information about the movie. It was released November 21st, 2003. Cameron, you were born in 2002. I'm glad you got that right. I was afraid you were going to say 2003. No, you were born in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were quite the, the infant when this movie came out. Oh, yeah. I remember watching it when we were little mm-hmm. as a kid's movie. Yep. Because I think that's pretty sure how they wanted to target the kid audience. But yep. Yeah. Yeah, we saw this movie in the theaters. Mom took me and Griffin and probably left you at home with dad. Uh, but mom took me and Griffin and grandma. We all went and saw it. I think they were in town for Thanksgiving. Really? We, they visited us for Thanksgiving or we visited them. Grandma fell asleep. I remember that pretty distinctively um, within the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, um, which maybe tells you a little bit about the movie. But more. It was directed by Bo Welch. It stars Mike Myers as the cat in the hat, Spencer Breslin as Conrad, Dakota Fanning. This was one of her first roles as Sally, Kelly Preston as the mother, and that's not right. <laughs> and um, Alec Baldwin as Quinn. Alec Baldwin also an interesting character to be in this movie. The one of the most famous actors of our time. Played a horrible role of a boyfriend in this movie, but we'll get to them later. Everybody, this movie is about Conrad and Sally Walden. They are home alone with their pet fish. It is raining outside. There is nothing to do until the cat in the hat walks in the front door. He introduces them to their imagination, and at first it's all fun and games until things get out of hand, and the cat must go, go, go before their mother gets back. But their pompous neighbor has bigger plans for them. That's the synopsis of the movie. Money-wise, we can talk about money, Cameron. Uh, the It cost $109 million to make this movie. Jeez. Which is very expensive. Yeah. Uh, especially for 2003. That had to have been the hair and makeup. It had to have been paying Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin. And it had to have been the CGI, the animation for the end of the movie, the last 20 minutes of the movie, how it was very wonky with weird stuff we'll get to super that super animated but they, super animated they did very good on like the effects of um you know like the hair with mm-hmm. sally and mm-hmm. the clothes and everything is just exactly like it would be in a book yeah it's just good. like it is in the book yeah um opening weekend this movie made 38.3 million dollars which is very low <laughs> oh. but i mean it's fine for a kid's movie uh, but it's all time. It only made $134 million. It barely made its budget back. That's terrible. It is terrible. I feel terrible for them. Mostly because of the reviews of this movie. Rotten Tomatoes. You're familiar with Rotten Tomatoes. The critics gave it a rotten 9% out of 100. It's one of the lowest reviewed Rotten Tomatoes movies out there. Oof. Audience, the fans gave it 54%. Which is probably okay. true. 
Yeah. It's not a great movie. No. We just find it funny and nostalgic because it was such a big chunk of our childhood. Exactly. If you haven't seen it, I don't think anyone would be really interested no. in watching the whole movie. Catherine doesn't like when I do this, but I'm about to ask Catherine a question where the people can't hear her answer. Catherine watched it for the first time last year, I think, with all of us, and she probably thought it was pr- a pretty bad movie. She fell asleep <laughs> is what she said. Um, nobody's going to go out there seeking this movie unless they're on a hunt to watch all of the Dr. Seuss movies or... Or someone's making them watch or it. Or someone's making them it. watch it. Like we've made all the people in our lives. You made Alex watch it. Griffin's made his girlfriends watch it. It's just a chunk. It's just a piece of history in our relationship. It's just one of those our movies family. I feel like you have to see. Yeah. Um, okay, now we can just generally talk about the movie. Cameron, what does this movie mean to you? Um, I don't know. Since it's a, isn't it a, um, it's Dr. Seuss, but yep. does that count as Disney or no? No. It's not Disney. It's made by Universal Pictures. Okay. See, that Cha-ching. confuses me. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I like how short the movie is because it's not very long. It's mm-hmm. easy to understand. So if you're not one to like the book or feel like that you shouldn't see the movie because of the book, I mean, you're still going to get it easily, which is cool. And the actor, or Mike Myers, does a really good job acting in the movie. He's really funny in it. He, I think he's the one, one of the reasons why the movie actually got even close to where it is successful-wise because of him. But I don't know. I think the movie's good. Yeah, I think it's good too. What would you give it? If you were to give it a letter grade rating, a review, like an A, B, C, D, E, F, or no E, but... In accuracy to the book or just in general? Just in general, how do you feel about this movie? Probably like a C plus or a B. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would probably land a B or a C plus. That's actually a pretty good rating. Yeah. Um, it's a horrible movie <laughs> by many measures, but that B, pl- that B or C plus kind of comes just from, again our relationship with the movie. Yeah. Because it's a great movie in our family's library of movies. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our family's library movies are bad movies. We love movies like The Grinch. The Grinch is a bad movie also. A lot of people hate that movie. Um, Shark Tale. People hate Shark Tale. I love Shark Tale. We have an interesting relationship with a lot of of movies. Uh Really bad ones. What else? What's another movie that we all love in our family that nobody else um, seems to? I'm trying to think. I would say Christmas Vacation, but I feel like a lot of people like that movie. Yeah, a lot of I, people do I like I personally Christmas do Vacation. not really like that movie, but let me think. Ugh, I can't think of really anything. One of the reasons I think that you don't identify much with Christmas Vacation is that you mostly... Uh, would watch that when you were younger. And I didn't get it. And you didn't get it. And there's a lot of jokes in that that if you go back and watch it now, you're going to be like, oh my God. Well, see, the thing is I watched it last Christmas Mm -hmm. at school with people because they wanted to watch it. And I was like, okay, I'll give it another try because I'm older. And I still was bored the whole time. Mm. I think it's just maybe I've seen it so many times and I put a title on it myself. And then every time I watch it, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to see this. But I don't know. Maybe if I were to watch it for the first time, I'd feel differently about it. But it is, I mean, I know a lot of people like that movie, so it probably uh, is just me. Another movie that I think a lot of people hate, uh, this movie has a pretty divided fan base, but The Polar Express. A lot of people hate The Polar Express. 
that woman over there hates the Polar oh, Express. Catherine, I'm going to be having to throw hands at you after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I like it just because it's super, it's super festive and Christmassy. It's also I don't watch it any other time than Christmas. No, though. neither do I. I don't think about it any other time yeah. of year besides, um, besides this. The you want to hear a fun review of uh, of the Cat in the Hat written by someone else? Yes. Okay. Uh, this book. The book is an amazing 10 out of 10. The Dr. Seuss books were my childhood. I also loved the movie a lot as a child. But watching this movie now, the movie is a burning heap of whale fat. What? (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, probably the only good thing that came from this movie was the memes. Uh, other than that, don't show this to your kids. Don't show this to your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Nobody deserves this nightmare. Oh. One star is generous. I think they're overreacting a little bit. I feel like that's someone that's pissed about something that happened in the movie and had to just completely criticize on the whole thing itself. I definitely don't think it's that bad of a movie. It's funny. It's, I think it's funny. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit more perverted than what a person would think is a, child mo- a child's movie, but also little kids don't understand those things. The, but there's a lot of people on Google reviews that are writing fake reviews for this movie, like this guy that says, this film is an absolute masterpiece. The greatest living directors of all time could only try to top this. The makeup and visual effects are near impossible to tell that they are fake. The acting is top-notch with actors from Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin. This movie should be the gold standard for any aspiring movie film writer or director, which is just not true. No, I, I agree. Um, they, they do that? They have people going mm. on there just to write a good review to so make it look good? No, peop, those people are clearly joking. Oh. They're 100% joking. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. would think they'd be serious. I'd oh, like, no. Oh, yeah. I am on a social media app called Letterboxd. Have you heard of this? Yes. And it's basically a social media for movies. And you go on there and you you say what movies you've seen and what you and you can rate a bunch of movies. It says here that I have I have seen at least 674 movies in my time. Really? Yeah. And do you log them on once you've seen one? Yeah, like you log one like, for example, like I watched Clifford last week. And how was that? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Is it kind of like Cat in the Hat? Yeah, it's it's like the book. So it's you're like kind of happy yeah. about it, but not really. Yeah. Um, but I, for example, I watched the new Home Alone movie on Disney Plus. That's absolutely garbage. And you basically just, uh, in fact, I need to take that rating down. It's like a one star. But you basically just rate movies. Do you get to see what other people put. Yeah, and you can like Ooh. go in here into the ratings, and you can like read reviews from other people. So let's actually look at one for the Cat in the Hat. That's actually, I'm excited about this. Um, <laughs> okay, its average rating is 2.3 stars. Okay. Um, I, I honestly can see that because there's bun- going to be a bunch of them bringing it down by zero stars. I want to see if anybody's written a review for this. I don't think they have, actually. So that sucks because I was excited to see what people said. But that's yeah. okay. Um the guy who directed Cat in the Hat is also responsible. No way. Oh, okay, no. Uh, it's his only movie that he's directed, but he had hands in making the Men in Black movies, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, and Thor. 
Okay, I can see how he could have a tie with the Edward Scissorhands and stuff like that because those are all really fake movies. Yeah, yeah. You don't really have, you don't really have to know very many skills on how to make a good puzzling good movie. Well, either way, um, a fun question I like to ask during, uh, yeah, that's the app. Okay. Um, sign up for an account after this. I'll I'll, I'll help you out getting it set up. Um, the a fun question I like to ask on the run through is Cameron. Think about the villain of this movie. Who's the villain of this movie to you? Who's the bad guy? I would say it's Lawrence. Lawrence mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin's character. But I'm trying to think if there's any other. No, that would probably be the only okay. issue in the movie. Does the villain have a point? Think about what Alec Baldwin's motive. What is yeah. Lawrence's motives in this movie to what? Get, get Conrad to military school. Get Conrad to military school <laughs> and to get the kids under control and marry their mom. Yeah. Does he have a point? I do. Yes. He like, does. do you think he's a villain, like a muahaha evil guy, or does he just have good intentions, but he's just an asshole? I think he just has the, tr- the truth correct and people are taking it offensively. Yeah. So he look is looked at as the bad guy because you have the cat as the main character. Yeah. And them as... But if the cat didn't exist in this movie... He wouldn't be a villain. He wouldn't be the villain. He would just be the, said, the guy that says, hey, your kids are animals. Let's send them to military school. Yeah. But I feel like there wouldn't be a, a plot if he didn't have to mention military school in the first place. Right. You know, there'd be nothing to go into the movie. <laughs> Listen, kid. I don't like you either, but I'm going to marry your mom. Um, if it was up to me, you'd be in military school today. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie so much. Um, okay. I just memorize. Everyone just, it's funny because oh, yeah. you can memorize it, and that's what makes it funny. 100% memorized this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about some trivia facts about this movie? Sure. Some fun behind the scenes Let's do it. information. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts about doing the run-through is doing trivia. Um, so let's get in here. The cat in the hat. The cat in the bat. Okay. <laughs> On IMDb, you know what IMDb is? Mm. It's it's basically like a giant movies uh, database where oh, you can like yeah. look up information about movies and stuff. Its average rating is a 4 out of 10. Which probably makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. But trivia. Okay. Here we go. Trivia. According to Mike Myers, the guy who plays the cat, uh, less than a month before the mil- film was released, the producers made plans for a sequel called The Cat in the Hat Comes Back, which is based off of the book, The Cat in the Hat Comes Back. There's a sequel to The Cat in the Hat. I had no idea there um, was a second book. <laughs> However, this is this is really funny. I didn't know this. <laughs> However, Audrey Giesel, Gazel, do you know that name, Catherine? Um, Dr. Seuss's widow. You know what that means? No. H- the woman who was his wife, but then he died, but now she's a single gotcha. woman. Yeah. Um, was so angered and appalled of the quality of this movie that she decided to reject any future live-action adaptations of Dr. Seuss movies. What? The sequel was canceled. So, 
what is possibly making these people mad about the movie? I don't understand. Is it because people are such good fans that they expect higher? They expect more of a better movie? Or I don't understand. It's not that deep. It's a kid's movie. I don't understand why people have to get so mad about it. That's why I, I think the movie's good. It's because there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you're also watching a kid's movie. Are you going to expect to see knives and a good storyline? Not really. <laughs> knives and a good storyline. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't know that she hated it so much, and that's the reason we've never gotten another Mike live Myers action. Mike Myers' wife? No, no, no. Dr. Seuss's oh. wife. Dr. Seuss's oh. wife. Okay, that... Kind of makes, makes sense. Makes sense, but still overly dramatic about the whole thing. It, it's not in any... It's not in his hands. Ooh, fun. That is the reason that we've gotten Horton Hears a Who, the Lorax, those movies. It's the reason that those are animated. Because <sighs> they refuse... She forbid the studio to not make another live action movie. So are people mad about it not being animated? What do you mean? Oh, no. She just said, it's so bad that we don't want another live action Dr. Seuss movie. Gotcha. Okay. I understand that. I guess. Um, Amy Hill, which Mother. is... Joan. Joan. Okay. Amy Hill said that Mike Myers, in an interview, Amy Hill said that Mike Myers was terrible to work with because he refused to talk to anyone on the production except for the director and isolated himself from the cast and crew during breaks and filming. What? Really? Yeah. That's going to that's probably difficult to work with. Jeez. I didn't know Mike Myers was like that. You'd think he'd be like Jim Carrey in The Grinch and just be a good set partner, but no. Okay, this is crazy. I didn't know any of this. Mike Myers' bad behavior on set was widely reported, and it was later revealed that he was contractually, by law, to act in this movie. He disagreed with the script and the direction the movie was taking and tried to get out of the contract and the movie entirely. Universal Pictures sued him for $3.8 million. Holy he countersued. They reached a settlement where he agreed to make another film with the studio. The next movie he made was The Love Guru and that came out in 2008. And it did so poorly critically, excuse me, <laughs> and commercially that he only since has been a voice actor. You know who Mike Myers is? I do. I, his his name voice. is very, 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 very familiar. I know he's very famous, but... but you know his voice? Not really. Shrek. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew yeah. that. I needed a little of refresher. Course. Yeah, I've heard him in so many movies. But um, geez, that's crazy. But I don't understand why he would he would do another film if he countersued. That means they obviously don't have a good relationship. Did he, like, get mad on set? Do you know? Apparently he was just an asshole. <coughs> says here that a lot of the adult humor that you had in this movie was originally meant to be in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but the director cut it out. So you're saying... So there was supposed to be a lot of crude and inappropriate jokes in that movie. And not but they the cut it out. hat. Yeah. I think the Grinch should have more. <laughs> I think so too. I think that would make it more funny. About $55,000 worth of props were stolen during production, including an eight-foot pair of glasses, a six-foot by four-foot anvil, a four-foot key, a golf ball seven-foot in diameter. Uh, the props were later found in a mall dumpster down the street covered in graffiti. I bet all those were 
probably used in the film or trying to be used. This is really cool. Sally's brother, Conrad, doesn't actually have a name in the book because he is the narrator of the book. No way. Okay, this is cool. The cat's costume was made of angora and human hair and was fitted with a cooling system to keep Mike Myers cool during the outdoors scenes of the movie. A portable air conditioner was available and connected to a hose in the suit between shots. The tails and ears were battery operated and controlled by someone else. So do you think it was actually that hot of a suit or was he complaining so they had to get all this stuff just so he could be in the film? Now Because I can see that. Now that we know that he was an asshole, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, true. Jeez. Um, Tim Allen was originally supposed to be the cat in the hat. He is the guy who voices Buzz Lightyear oh. in Toy Story. But he was too busy filming the, the, the Santa Claus 2. The role later went with Mike Myers. Mike Myers claims that The Cat in the Hat was the first book he ever read. Oh, wow. How crazy. Hmm. Let's see here. Despite the movie being about the cat in the hat, the cat has less than an hour of screen time. That means he's only on camera less than an hour of the movie. And I bet it took so long to film. But I heard, though, no, I heard this. I heard that a lot of things that happened in the movie by Mike Myers was improv. Yes, that's also true. Which is good. I think he did good for improv. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But I did. also that also makes me think that they didn't really have a good plan or storyline set up, so they kind of just wanted to see where it goes. And if they're trying to go off of that, then I think they did a pretty good job if they didn't work on, you know, creating it before they even filmed it, you know what I mean? This is the second and last live-action adaptation of a Dr. Seuss book. Filming began in October of 2002 and ended in January of 2003, which is a long time. They did this in the winter. Yes. But it portrays summer. And well, they filmed it in California. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I want to know where the set was or how they, how they, I bet a lot of it was animation, but still. I think that the, the houses, the street, the cars, all of it looked really cool. Ooh, this is fun. Mike Myers, you know, at the end of the movie, there's a piece of the house that falls behind him or whatever. That was not supposed to happen, and his reaction was real. Not acting. So you're saying whenever he, like, goes like that, and then the yeah, and wallpaper then like the, rips or whatever? Or, like, when the house, when he comes in with his little cleaning thing, and then a piece of that... Uh, or no, no. When you're saying when the house completely just starts breaking. Yeah, he didn't know that was supposed to happen. So his reaction was like, uh uh-uh, because it was real. So you're saying the set just completely fell through. Well, maybe <laughs> the film crew knew that that was going to happen, but oh, he didn't. They wanted his raw reaction. Yes. The purple goo that colors Alec Baldwin's character at the end of the movie was made with chicken fat dyed purple. Ew. Mm, that's gross. That's so nasty. Yep. And he had that in his mouth and everything. Mrs. Kwan as well. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Kwan's a good character. I like her a lot. And that's pretty much it for trivia. Who played the um, the things? Because the a really things, good question. Honestly, I think the things being in the movie, obviously it's something that they... Probably is a given. They should be in the movie, but I think the things made it cool. The way they they made them flip around and stuff. 
But I don't remember them being messy. This woman played thing one and thing two. They just used her face for both. She's so pretty. I know. And the things are so ugly. Yep. Very ugly. They did not No, sorry. Name. This is thing two. But, but still. I can see that. Yeah. I yeah. can so see that. All right, Cameron. And fun fact, this is Sean Hayes is in this movie. He plays Mr. Humberfloob. I love Mr. Humberfloob. This is Mr. Humberfloob. <laughs> Joan, I'm going to need you to come back to the office. Yes, Joan, right now. Cameron. Great. <laughs> Great. Cameron, you know what time it is? It's time to talk about quotes. Oh, my God. I have so many. What's your favorite quote of this movie? Do you have one? There's too many I can think of. Like, I can think of a lot from the Cupcakeinator scene. Cupcakeinator! And, um, I think I like the, where the things come in. I think that's funny. <laughs> do it. You gotta do it. Oh, um, thing one, Conrad Sully, Conrad Sally, thing one. Thing two, Conrad Sally, Conrad Sally, thing two. Thing one, thing two, thing two, thing one, Conrad Sally, Sally, Conrad, I am the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, it actually took me a long time to memorize that, by the way, but, you know. Try to say that a few times fast. Conrad Sally, Conrad Sally. No. Thing one, so Conrad Sally. So you do Sally, thing Con one, and then Conrad Sally, okay. and then Conrad Sally again, and then thing one. And you do the same Conrad, thing with thing two. Thing one, Conrad Sally, Conrad Sally, thing one. Thing, thing two, two, Conrad Sally, Conrad Sally, Sally, Sally thing, thing two. two. Thing, thing, one, thing two, thing two, thing, two, thing, two, thing one. Conrad Sally, Sally, Conrad, I am the cat. cat. Yes. Okay, okay. I like the the when they talk about um, the thing's names, and they mention thing two could also be called as super thing, thing king, kick dynamite, chocolate thunder, or Ben. It's just the things that the quotes they have are so dumb <laughs> that they aren't funny, but they're funny to me because they're so it's so old and hearing it over and over again it just makes me laugh. I think I think that's why a lot of people hate the movie is because they just don't they didn't understand it as a kid. I like it when he pulls up the car. She's like, wow, their car. And he says, here she is, the super luxurious oh. omnidirectional wheel change magigigger, or S-L-O-W. He goes, remember, kids, there's nothing faster than slow. <laughs> you get it? Because it makes no sense. Look at you. <laughs> and then she, he says, yeah, slow. It's better than the last thing we had, super hydraulic instantaneous transporter. And Conrad's like, oh, you mean, no, quick to the slow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that until I got older, Shit. too. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fun. So crazy. That's so bad. That shouldn't be in a kid's movie. Yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other quotes, though. I think that the... I think that... You uh, pay this woman to sit on babies? That's disgusting. I'd do it for nothing. This <laughs> is Quan. Who is she? Who's? Did you know also... Oh, we just talked about this the other day, but the mom actually died. I think in 2020. Yeah. Did mom say it was because of cancer? Yeah, it was. she had cancer. That's terrible. She's, I think breast cancer. She was so young. She mm-hmm. was so young that in the John movie. That was John Travolta's wife. Ooh, that's You know who sad. John Travolta is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's um, I'm looking at a list of so quotes here. Sally is who again? Dakota Fanning. And she's in... <laughs> Everything. Isn't she in Twilight? Yeah, she's got a role in Twilight. She's one of the evil vampires. That's right, the blonde one. I know what you're talking about. Jeez. It's so crazy watching them as their kids as and they then grow, grow up. up and be, become better actors. Hey, a Rhode Island license plate. You, you never, never see, see those. those. I love that one. Um, The dog. 
I always wondered how they get got the dog the to be so cooperative. Nevins. Nevins. Get look up some. Um, I'm trying to look up Lawrence quotes because uh, Alec Baldwin had some good. Nobody likes a suck up, and he goes, "Hey, Sally, got a little secret for you, okay? <laughs> Nobody likes a suck up." <laughs> and then he walks away. What about when he goes into his house? And he's like, ugh. <laughs> he takes off oh, he the goes, belly. Remember when he goes, oh, 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 I can't believe you whizzed on my taco. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's so dramatic. He is so stupid in this movie. Why did Alec Baldwin take this role? Uh, I think he did a good job, though. I think it was funny. You know, mom's favorite quote. What? First, I'd like to welcome aboard our newest member of the Humber Flu family, Jim McFlanagan. <laughs> Fired. I beg your pardon. Fired. But I. You're fired! <laughs> I love how he goes at the end. You know, at the end where he goes, he's like, enjoy the party. Or he, oh party. yeah, he's like he's like the the house is a hit. I love the way he Kate's asks. catering. I'm here to fix your party tonight. Oh. Who's Kate? I'm Kate. I'm Kate. <laughs> you notice though that guy that's Kate uh-huh. is the mayor's friend in the Grinch. Oh, he's the same guy. You know they kind of make them look kind of like the the who's. they do because I think it's supposed to kind of be in the same Doctor Seuss cinematic universe. Really, I think so. The Grinch could just be a snowflake, and those be. are the that's the other world. Well, I mean, it is. I love the Grinch. Yeah, I did too. We should do a podcast on the Grinch too, and have Mom in it. I already did it with who? Tanner. I forget who was in it. Oh, uh, some of my other friends. Oh, really? We did it. Yeah. Uh, Joan, if your house is as messy as last time, yeah, fire, fire! <laughs> There's not really much to talk about in this movie except just. The quotes, except, you know, the scene where, um, you know, they're in town next to Joan's uh, work and they go down to this, they go down that pole and end up in a club. <laughs> I that thought makes that no was, sense. I know, I thought that was the weird, weirdest thing and most sidetracked scene in the movie that I bet people could be mad about too. But how about the, uh, how about the uh, soundtrack to the movie, the songs? You know what song is an absolute bop? Yeah, it's getting better <laughs> all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's getting better. It's getting better. I don't really know good. Um, fun fun fact, that <laughs> song is sung by Smash Mouth, who also sings the song All Star yep, in Mike Shrek. Myers' next big role, Shrek. <clears throat> and Shrek, did, did Shrek do good? Oh, it had four sequels. Oh, it had four sequels. It, it's one of Mike Myers' best roles. I'm going to lie. I'm not going to try to make anyone mad on this podcast or leave some bad reviews, but I don't think Shrek's a good movie. What? You know why? Why? Because it's too scattered. You can't, if it's a kid, it's a kid's movie, but I nowadays, I still can't figure out what the main plot is. I, st- I still have no idea what the goal is. What do you mean? Isn't it something that she's turning into an ogre, the wife or something turns into an ogre and she wants to marry him? It's just dumb. I think no, it has nothing stupid. to do with the plot. The plot is simple. What is it? Shrek wakes up. No. Has- 
Lord Wal- Lord Farquaad banishes all the fairy tale creatures from the kingdom, so they all relocate to Shrek's swamp. And Shrek's like, "I want you out of my swamp." <laughs> what are you doing in me swamp? <laughs> Get and, out me swamp. And then he goes, and Farquaad says, "Rescue the princess, and you'll get your swamp back." And during the process, they fall in love. It's just boring. It's a fairy tale. I I think it's fine. I think Shrek's the only reason why it's even good is the main character. Without not even Donkey. No. It reminds me of the movie Puss in Boots. The the it, it's not a new movie, but it's a newer compared to Shrek. Just made no sense and stupid. The Puss in Boots movie was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Shrek, I wouldn't say Shrek's terrible, maybe because I haven't seen all the movies yet. The but. the sequel, the fourth one is pretty bad. Shrek the third is pretty bad, but Shrek two good. is great. Yeah, Shrek two is great. I love Shrek two. And how? When's the? When was the most recent Shrek filmed? Like, I think it was Shrek Forever After. I think that was like two thousand and seven. I could be wrong though. Jeez, we're about to get an anniversary. Let me see here. Shrek, Shrek sequels. They're making a new Shrek. What? It's on the way. Yeah, Shrek Forever After was in 2010. Oh, wow. So we just had their 10-year anniversary last year. Yeah. Shrek 1, 2001. Shrek 2, 2004. This is now a Shrek podcast. Shrek the third, <laughs> 2007. And then Shrek Forever After 2010. And then I think they're uh, they're rebooting. Uh, they're rebooting it, I think. I don't think they're sequeling it. I think they're going to remake it with a new actor and new cast oh, and everything. Oh, uh-uh. Because those, those movies that are rebooted are always trash always it's rare do you ever see a movie remade that you're like oh my god like they did a good job on this yeah that's true what's your favorite scene of the cat in the hat um i like the scene where they're going on mrs kwan on the roller coaster really that's your favorite part of the whole movie or when the things come out really my favorite i I like the movie gets worse as soon as the things show up real i do too I just think there are a lot. I think it could have been great if it was just the cat. Really? No, the mm-hmm. things are important, man. Because if you think about it, if you didn't put the things in the movie, you'd have all those critics saying, well, it's a terrible movie, and you didn't even include the two well, extra characters that are in true. this film. That's you know? true. People would be mad about that, that's I bet. That's true. Um, they didn't even make them too visible in the movie, too. They had their own part, and then they're kind of just in the background the whole time. That's true. I think it was fun... The whole sequence of them leaving the house to go get Nevins back. The dance club scene. It's weird, but it makes no sense. But yeah. it's still kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, sir. I'd like you to sign my petition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that part. I'm, I'm not really familiar or comfortable with the word dog. It just seems very like... Weird to me. Weird I think it's really, me. really wrong. <laughs> uh, but I would gladly hold your canine American. Yeah. Really comfortable with that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Then the kids are like, <laughs> get out of my way, you hippie freak. <laughs> what will it take to get you out of my face? <laughs> you just sign my petition with this giant oversized pen that requires two hands. <laughs> the props they have in the movie are actually hilarious. It's very so. Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Just very extreme. Super simple, but mm-hmm. over-exaggerated. Over-exaggerated, exactly. I like the scene that we watched before we recorded the uh, uh, the pinata scene mm-hmm. where the kids kick his ass and... With the, with the bat. Oh, the dirty hoe scene, too. Dirty hoe. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. I think if you haven't seen this film, that if you're one to be 
a critic about movies, don't watch it. But if you're if, if you if you want to see what the cat in the hat is like in real life, I definitely think it's worth it because because I lost my train of thought. Rip. It's just I just don't think that the hate that's on it is just necessary because all these people that are hating on the movie are old at least old enough that they can type on a keyboard and write a review on something and that's exactly what they didn't want they want it to be a hey put this on for your kids while the parents are doing laundry not have the parents sit in the living room and criticize the movie the whole time it just makes me mad because I watched this movie actually last week with a bunch of people from my college on my swim team that some of them haven't seen it. And I was laughing the whole time, me and my best friend, because we love this movie. But some of them seemed like they weren't interested in the movie, and they actually said they didn't really like it that much. And that's fine. I understand how it could not be funny to more of a teenager age, unless you've seen it already. But still, I, I, I still think that people are too harsh on it, especially from it coming out in 2003. And lastly... We talk about sequels, and like we mentioned before, uh, the sequel to Cat in the Hat was going to be made. It was going to star Mike Myers as the cat, Dakota Fanning as Sally, Spencer Breslin as Conrad, Kelly Preston back as Joan Walden, and Victor Brandt as the narrator, uh, the voice of of the narrator. It was canceled because, again, uh, the first film was destroyed by audiences and fans of the, the book alike. Uh, it was a critical and box office failure. Like I said, it barely made its budget back. Uh, fans That's of the so book, sad, fans but... of the book, were offended about how many inappropriate jokes were in the movie. Uh, but they would be offended if there wasn't. They'd be. It's too kiddish. This is yeah. older people were wanting to watch this. Like I said earlier, the widow of Dr. Seuss banned all future live action adaptations of the work. Another reason: Spencer Breslin and Dakota Fanning were too old to reprise their roles of. Conrad and Sally. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Mike Myers didn't want to play Cat in the Hat again. He hated everything associated with that movie. Oh, probably because it made him look bad. And Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin both regretted starring in the movie, so they were not going to come back so and do they it. Don't, so they aren't even happy with the film? No. Then why is it still on air? Like, why is it still Well, they out? can't just take it off the inter- the world. They could at the time if it was just released and they didn't like it that much. Why didn't they just cancel it? Because it's a, a the they spent one hundred and nine million dollars making it. I that's one hundred and nine million. One hundred and nine million dollars in the trash if they didn't release it. At least they made some money. They made like twenty million dollars and that's it. Thirty million. Oh, that's sad. That's really sad. So do these actors then get paid based on the performance, or do they get paid no matter what as they're going into acting it for it? So, like, say if they the movie doesn't do good, do they get, like, a certain amount of money for the movie they, because they played in it? I think they pay the actors up front. Maybe not up front. I, free, I don't know exactly how it works. Actually, I could see... No, I, I bet that's right because they can't say, hey, you're going to ha- hold... You're going to have this much money by the end of the movie if they can't promise that. So, I bet they have to give them a certain amount of money, and that's probably what sucks, too, is that they can... Okay, so here's a fun fact for you. Um, a Dr. Seuss cinematic universe was formed by Universal starting with the Lorax in 2012. Then it was the Grinch reboot movie that came out in 2018, Wait. which was very bad. Oh, I saw it. It was oh, not good. Yeah. Um, and then the next movie is supposed to be a Cat in the Hat reboot 
that is being developed as we speak. A reboot? A reboot. An animated version. Of Cat in the Hat. Of Cat in the Hat. With what actors, do you know? Nope. No, no details are is, about it. This is recent that they said this. Yes. So they're making one. So they're working on one. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm I gonna, am too. I'm definitely going to see it. I am too. Sure. Of course. Jeez, that's crazy. They're running out of ideas. <laughs> yep, they sure are. And that's the cat in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you haven't seen it and you are curious about it, if you want a fun movie to throw on that you can make fun of with your friends, this is what this is Perfect that movie. Perfect for you. Yeah. If you That's the whole reason why we watch it anyway. Yeah, if you want a movie that you can drink and and watch and have fun with, this is it. Um, but it's it's a bad movie, but it it has some sentimental value in our in our family's hearts. It doesn't take up too much of your time either. So if no, you don't like, like it, turn it off. It's like an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. It's it's very very quick. Um so that's it. If you guys enjoyed it uh make sure you tell a friend and cameron thanks so much for doing this one with me yeah thanks for having me absolutely cat in the hat no other movie i'd rather uh talk yeah i know right (laughs) okay guys well we'll see you guys next time uh bye-bye exactly the same amount of time it takes for that much water to flow over the deck at Niagara Falls. So how does the deck stand up to all that water? Thompson's Water Seal. Just another reason they call us America's recognized brand in water protection. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's Water Seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you.